This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Adequate Auto Parts. We might not have what you want, but we have what you need. Adequate Auto Parts. Come in this week to save big on our selection of seal-scented air fresheners. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad! PrisonDad.com. You can check them out. There are three volumes in one collection of shorty shorts. Yep. Silly stuff. We and a lot of fun writing them, and we hope you have a lot of fun reading them. Right, and from now to the end of July 2016, our books are $2 each. $2! Uh, Kindle format only. Yes. So check them out. And, and uh, let us know what you think. Right, right. Yeah. So this week, we are, we're going to debate some actual science. Yes. Some theories about it. And then um, talk about some science fiction. So we're going right. to talk about the flying car. The flying car. So we, we know there are actual flying cars out there. Yeah, kind of. But sort I think of. you have to be like a super richer to have one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting the cost. So what we're going to do is we're going to bake this uh, into two parts. We're going to talk about our theories about flying cars. Right. And, and some the, issues that we see. Right, exactly. Pros and cons. Having said flying car. And then we're going to talk about... Uh, observations we've made with flying cars in science fiction movies such as Back to the Future, Star Wars, Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Etc., etc. So we'll yes. get we'll get to that later. So yep. just looking to have a good time cuz it's the summer here, ladies and gentlemen, and who doesn't like a nice drive in the summer? Mhm. You don't. Well, not on highways. <laughs> I love the highway. So, let's talk about taking off, okay? Yeah. So, are you just going to be, like, parked at your, you know, condo complex like here and just right. take off? Yeah, like, are there restrictions around where you can park because there's the anticipation that you need a runway or you need, you know... If Is there vertical lift yeah, the thing? Yeah, a helicopter thing where you need, like, a space around you. Right. You know, are there... So, there are there restrictions on parking, really, that have to do with being able to take off what kind of fuel do you need to take off oh yeah you know how is the flying car structured i'm assuming the flying car does not run on gasoline yeah i mean well airplanes do they run on jet fuel it's very different right, stuff. jet fuel yeah um not standard gasoline i'm saying like yeah some sort of a fossil fuel based right you, you need know, to eat something system. to keep you going right yes, yeah, yeah exactly I mean, so yeah, so as Jeff said, do you need a runway to take off in a flying car, or yeah. can you just lift into the air like a helicopter Whee! would? Right, exactly. But in either case, you can't, you couldn't park a flying car like in front of a house in most mm -hmm. cases, because you would need some way to take off that causes more energy to be used than a regular car just pulling out. And when, when we see flying cars in, in movies and stuff like that, they're always in urban settings, right? Yeah, and we, I don't know... Outside of, like, Back to the Future 3, I'm not sure that they really should... Yeah, 2. I'm sorry. 2. 3 is when they're in the Wild West. Um, that's anyway. the flying train. That's another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. <laughs> but anyway, like, you don't, you don't really see them take off that often. So it's kind of... It's not clear, like, how that would happen in right. most movies. When you see. I mean, you, yeah, because even in Harry Potter, it's already in the air when it shows up at Harry's house. You don't see the taking off part. It's true. They do pull up to the window. Exactly. We'll get to that later. But anyway. So, so taking off... Taking yeah. off is an issue. Taking off and landing, too, is, is an issue. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if, if you've noticed it. People do some weird stuff with cars. All right? I do. I was at my neighbor the other day was just pulling into the bank and, like, 
like tried to basically run, destroy the entire like awning. I don't know what you call that. What, the drive-through at the bank. Like trying to take the whole thing down. Just trying to just take it down. So like, wow. you know. I mean, yeah. If people are like trying to do one of those cool '80s moves where you like squeal to a stop and like turn your car, you pull the e-brake, and well, you can't really do that in a flying car no. because you know you could damage a lot more. People and you know buildings, buildings and structures, trees, trees, cell phone towers. You know because there's not any anticipation of something being there, and then all of a sudden it's there. Yeah, exactly. So this is something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. When you land, do you need additional runway space to land? Do you need a space that's free of you know any structures or creatures or animals in order Mm -hmm. to? Safely Are we going to be seeing a bunch of mini airports pop up over the city right. and all over the place? Like, right. And so that, you know, it's a lot more space in either case to mm-hmm. take off and land that's needed. That you ever, you ever get stuck on an airplane where you're, like, taxiing yes. the runway for, like, an hour? Yeah. Yeah, what if you, like, you're just trying to get to work in your flying yeah. car and... Right. Yeah. Cra- crazy. Traffic laws, you know? Right. Now, you know, people have a hard enough time signaling if they're going left or right on the highway right. or if even, like, where I live, more more rural. Up down diagonal, diagonal actually because there's no roads per se right right to hem you in how do you let people know that how do you make sure that the people flying behind and we're next to you can see what you're trying to do because mm-hmm. you'd have to have signals in many different places on your vehicle right if you're in the air and stopping too stopping like i, I have a feeling that like an yeah, airplane right. you know, like if i think of like an airplane because I'm thinking these are like miniature, stop. miniature airplanes. Right. They can't just stop midair and then stop. go left yeah. and, you know, traffic light in the sky. Ease on out. Yeah, exactly. Ease this way, ease that way. They can't just stop. Stop on a dime, no. You can't stop a helicopter, really, either. You can hover. Yeah, you can hover. But it's not you can slow down a hover. hard stop. No. No, no, no. Yeah, you I mean, can't just slam in the brakes. can't even just randomly stop. This is a good point. Again, they have to hover. Yeah, hovering. You know, and, the, you know. So, so we we deal so with. I don't know. Yeah. So there's you know signaling. There's yeah. there's actual like road signs. Like, can you tell a vehicle to stop? Can you have lanes of traffic that are open and closed at different times? And if so, like, who polices them? Yeah. And you know, let's say that you're doing something illegal in the air. How do you get stopped? Yeah. So yeah, so that, that, that's brings... a couple ahead. But I'm just you know. Well, yeah, we can talk about laws. that now. Like, what, when, what happens when you get pulled over? Because yeah, someone's gonna be doing something dumb right. and pulled over. And so then, how do you pull somebody over? Do you have to land? A flying car. Yeah. I mean, I would think so. So if you need a, a, a runway to land, right? You can't. They can't just stop you wherever. They right. have to like be behind you with the lights blinking until yeah. you both got to a safe place to stop. And in the meantime. If you're already doing something terrible, like let's say you're in a high speed chase, yeah. you're doing something illegal, like uh-huh. you're not going to be interested in no. following what the cops want you to do. No, so you're then not. There's even more people in danger. I agree. I because agree. Because there's no roadblocks, there's no way to stop you when you're in the air. No. Yeah. I mean, so enforcing traffic laws, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know how you do that in a flying car. So we know now that airplanes. Yes. The, the air traffic control. Right. Right. So we know that there's, there's flight, you, you have to file a, a flight plan yes. weeks ahead of a to- ahead of time. Yes. So I know, I talked to some friends it. of mine who are, they're, they're, you know, they, they can fly like planes and, you know, right. they have to like file this weeks up to months ahead of time. Right. And this is their path. They have this path and they have to be at these certain on time, you know, at, the, at these certain moments to, right. to go a certain way. Like when your flight is delayed, it's not just because someone's jacking and lacking around. It's because like someone else went slow or fast and screwed the whole system up. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, because, yeah, because there's, if you think about it, there's no roads in the air. They're all sort of, like, roads metaphorical. So where we're going. No. You don't need any roads. <laughs> yeah, but, like, so somebody has to plan and map out to make sure that if you're flying your plane one way, and then somebody's supposed to be flying their plane, like, across your path. We're not talking about planes. Not, we're talking about flying cars. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm trying to say, like, how air traffic <laughs> no, no, works. No, 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 so that, no. So that you don't, like, end up just crashing into people. Right. So if you had a flying car, think about all the planning that would happen have to be included in any time you took your car anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Right now, you can hop in your car, you can drive to McDonald's. If you had a flying car, it could crash into so many different obstacles mm-hmm. on its way, so you'd have to have a plan to go everywhere, every day, any time you wanted to use it. Now, this brings into... This brings up my theory, and that the flying car will be controlled by one giant AI. And we have one giant AI controlling all the flying cars are in the air. So essentially, so like, you're when, not really driving your You're not car. driving your flying car. So like, you get in your car, and it's like, Kristen, where would you want to go? And you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the adult bookstore. And then it would... What? Why would I go there? I don't know. Where do you go? Do you um, not go there? Applebee's. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Giant. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. My house. Pressure. Your house. All right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So maybe you're not going Movies. to the adult bookstore. No, probably not. Oh. Not, not regularly, anyway. Okay, so you get in your car and you're like, I'm going to take that trip to the adult bookstore. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, then it, it plots, in my opinion, it'll plot your path compared to all the other paths. Right. And, you know, it will take you on your path to your, your destination. Which is a cool thought, but my concern is, like, what if the AI somehow screwed up, or you lose your connection to the AI? Do you have a manual override, or what happens at that point? Does your car just stop and settle to the ground? And again, can it do that safely, taking into account how it would have to land? Right, yeah, I mean, I think there would have to be a manual override, and you'd have to stick to your predetermined flight path. And if you yeah. veer off of that, you know, maybe then it, they shut you down and, and land you. But then again, the runway situation all comes yeah, back like into effect. Right. What if your path takes you across Lake Erie? Yeah. Yeah. You we can't, can't just do settle down. Landing. No, I don't think Unless so. Unless you're, you know, you have some crazy car that's set up for that too. But that's even more complications because then you have all the, the laws and restrictions that, you know, apply to water travel. Right. I rented a boat last, on vacation last week. There's some rules. There's yeah, some laws. For sure. Yeah. Sees. yeah. Especially when you're in the open water, you know. Yeah. I don't open know. Open water. There's a lot of GPS technology is, let's right. face it, it's pretty good. Most of the time, yes. But, you know, some of us, you know, like we, we live outside Philadelphia, so if you're on 676, there's times where your GPS thinks you're on, you know, Vine Street. Right. And, you know, it's another thing I was thinking about was, you know, if you're driving, um, you know, my in-laws are on uh, Long Island. So when you're traveling on like the BQE, it's like it thinks I'm in like Queens at times. Yeah. And like Brooklyn, like it's telling me like turn on certain streets. I'm like, no, I'm on the highway. I'm going ten miles, like ten miles an hour. Like give me a break. Yeah, and like sometimes if you're in like a very congested city, like once I was in San Francisco with some friends, and our GPS just would not work. Oh yeah. Because it was, you know, there we couldn't get the signal to hook up. So mm-hmm. like, what happens if you're in your flying car and it's tied to this AI that's yeah. telling you exactly where to go, and now your GPS cuts out? Like, yeah. what do you, what do, you do? do? Because now you are in a lot more danger and putting other people in a lot more mm-hmm. danger if you're not following your exact flight path. Mm-hmm. And even know. outside of the urban element, last once again, like. 
going back to my vacation last right. week, I could set my GPS from the house where the Wi-Fi was to, like, you know, it was a very, very rural area where they didn't have, like, recycling pickup. I had to drive to the recycling center, and I, you know, I threw out my recyclables, and then I... You mean your porn mags. Just kidding. <laughs> well, those, those don't exactly get recyclables. Uh, those are, like, in, um, like, a frame. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. They're like laminated pages. Oh but, right, that's a good idea. I yeah, I know. I have I have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Are you getting back at me for the yes. books? <laughs> I planned that out for like a week. Oh, Jeffrey. So I couldn't get get back to where I wanted to get to right. because my GPS just wouldn't work. So I had to use a map. A map. Okay, but yeah, but you couldn't use a map Travel in a flying car because, because again, you have to follow your specific path. You're dealing with, you know, an extra could, an extra dimension. Could be all around you in any yeah, you're dealing space. with the third dimension, right? As opposed to you know just being not, on the on the ground, right? And if you are driving a regular car, you could pull off to a gas station and maybe ask someone for directions. But I don't know that you could do the same thing in a flying car because again, you'd have to land somewhere safe that you wouldn't be putting other people in danger, and then find a gas station, right? And then figure out how to get on your prescribed path, yeah. Which you've now screwed up because you're late, so oh, yeah. you're affecting anybody else that's trying uh-huh. to fly. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just very complicated. It looks like a lot of fun, yeah. But I I think it's a lot more complicated uh-huh oh yeah no i i hear you there uh some some other things you know we, we kind of talked about accidents you know stuff like that dropping well, we down running out of gas over but like yeah if you get in an accident in a flying car you just up the danger by so <laughs> many so many elements because you can't like if i clip your flying car now we're both hurtling toward like center city yes and yeah. in other people's flight paths right. and anything that falls off of our cars now yeah. that plummet to the earth yeah which, depending on how high we are could cause someone to be killed or very yeah. badly injured because you no know? what what percentage of the population do you think are actually good drivers on the ground ah. <laughs> keep the fact in mind that we live outside of philadelphia i mean <laughs> i'll be really nice and say 40 wow that's generous wow because i see a, a lot of people doing dumb shit. I feel... Beep! Sorry. Yeah, whatever. I feel like it was 50%. Okay, maybe. But then the invention of texting came out. Yeah, now everybody's... I think it's 15%. Yeah, it's so dangerous. old ladies texting while driving. And teenagers, forget it, they have no concept of the fact that they're, like, wielding a dangerous Don't get me started on those kids. Get off my lawn. I know. But in any case, it's just a lot more But if your car is being controlled by a central AI and it's predetermining your path... You can text all you want. You could read a book. Yes, you, you could. You could do a dance. You could. You could as dance. long as the AI continued to operate properly and your car was following the path that it's supposed to follow. So, you know, if you have a, a Terminator situation where the AI yeah, gets that's taken what I was over about to, that's by what I was going. evil creatures, you know. There's no creatures. It's just well, the AI becomes self-aware. Well, okay, yeah. That's too. I mean, there could be aliens mind, involved. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, hey, yeah. Maybe a good way to take down the infrastructure. But, you know, and or what do you do if somebody else has manually overridden their objective path? Mm-hmm. Or they're doing something illegal and trying to get away from the cops, you know, and you're just there floating along in your little AI-controlled car, and here comes a jerk out of nowhere, you know, and crashes into you. And then, you know, you have car parts flying all over the place smacking into people left and right mm-hmm. you know your car might not be able to operate correctly so yeah. therefore you know how do you land yeah. safely yeah. when there's parts missing yeah, what if your landing gear is just messed up and you're just constantly stuck in the air until you just someone comes around and right. 
Tosium? What? Who knows? You know, are there are there places that you can land that are in the air beside you? You know, do the, are there structures built up? You're talking about anti-gravity at this point. Like, not so or, much just the flying car. Yeah, like or just, you know, carports that are that are elevated. Elevated carports, okay, I see. To accommodate yeah. accidents in the sky. Okay. I don't know. But again, mm. that's a lot of construction infrastructure mm. that you'd have mm-hmm. to create to, like, accommodate the potential accidents that of the flying in car. the air. Yeah. And then there's, you know birds right yeah well well before before we, we really get into yeah so birds trees buildings that's what we, re- we really covered um let's talk about how high could you go right i mean because eventually you're going to have to there's you know, less air as you go up yes yeah. so do you have to carry oxygen right? oxygen masks mm-hmm. in case you have to go higher into the atmosphere how high can you go? you go into space I don't think space with the flying car. It's the flying car. Well, in Star Wars, you probably could. Yeah. Or, or even in um, Spaceballs, mm-hmm. you know, the princess had her flying car that she took out into space mm-hmm. and she didn't want to marry that goofy prince that kept yawning. <laughs> you know? So, like, yeah, how high can you go? What would that car have to have on board to accommodate yeah. how high you would go? Would it you let know? you? Would the computer in the car let you... Go to certain heights? Go to certain... It might, it might just stop, like, you know... Okay. Okay, yeah, Let's so... Let's go back to... What was that movie that we watched about space exploration and the girl had to go all the way up on the balloons, but then oh. at a certain point, like, you know... Yeah. Oh, well, actually, that wasn't space exploration, wasn't it? No. The Avengers? That the girl had to go up in balloons, and then the balloons at some point, like, she could go so high up into the atmosphere, but... Anyway, never mind. Whatever. What I'm trying to say, though, is, yeah, like, at a certain point, you don't remember at all what I'm talking about. Okay, never mind. What are um, you talking about? It was, I swear it was in, like, The Last Avengers that the, Civil War? the witch girl had to go up. Yes! Yes! Yeah, yes! I'm so sorry! Into, into, like, a certain... I'm, like, I'm like trying to... Almost into space. I'm, and, like, picturing, like, Ultron? No, I'm, like, picturing, like... <laughs> no, it was, it was Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so, like, how high would it let you go? Does it right. cut you off at a certain point? Yeah. If it does let you go up higher, what gear would you have to have to be able to accommodate that? Mm-hmm. Because air pressure, you know, Oxygen even when you mass. fly, yeah. your ears yeah. might pop. What happens if you get air sick, you know, and you're oh, yeah. driving your your car? You get that bag handy? Yeah, you get a parachute on board? Yeah, right, yes. Uh-huh. What are you going to do if you're flying a car with an infant? <gasps> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. See? As much as we like science fiction, we're we're having trouble wrapping our hands around here with with the flying car. About what what could happen? Weather. And then yeah, you have weather. So like you know, could there be a no fly advisory? Right. There's a no fly advisory for Philadelphia. Don't fly sometimes when it's extremely icy, or if there's going to be a really bad storm, either snowstorm or rainstorm. If you have thunder and things like that, you ever get on a plane when they were like covering it with that de-icing goop? Yeah. 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 So like, do you have like a can of that in your garage? Yeah. Do you have a can of that? Do you? You don't have a garage here. Like, what, you go out to your flying car in the morning and spray, spray it with, like, it a, basically a fire extinguisher? And, yeah, and, like, yeah, and, like... You know, charge you $20 a can for that stuff. Right. Do you have to have, like, technicians that come out and check your car before you fly in certain weather? How I think the computer... I think computers and cars are going to be... Um, anyway, like, with well, our regular cars... Yeah, but with our regular like cars, they're going to, like... I know, like, my car will send a signal... Yeah, when it's icy. Oh yeah. no no no! It's like like when something needs to get fixed or something like that. My refrigerator right. does that. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean it technology has me. improved. Like two thousand and one, a fridge odyssey. Yeah. What was that? That's guy's a prison dead story, that? by like, the way. Michael, 
<laughs> no, just kidding. That's, that's Knight Rider. I mean, so then, yeah, you have, like, you could have Kit, maybe, like, a, an intelligent car that's that can speak to you. Wasn't there a Knight Rider, a Knight Rider, um, wasn't there a Knight Rider, like, reboot where, like, there Kit was, flew? I don't know anybody that saw it. I think I watched one and I was like, this is dumb. I, I used to love that show in the 80s. Michael. <laughs> Aren't they doing a new Knight Rider with, with Kenny Powers as the voice of Kit? Yeah, I thought they were. And, um, and, I read about that. And uh, the guy from Parks and Rec is going to be Michael oh, Knight. Oh, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so I would watch that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, maybe you would have to have an incredibly intelligent car so that it could sort of warn you of weather situations. It would have to be smarter than Hurricane Schwartz. Yeah. It would really have to predict what the real weather's going to be because because you could be affected or affect other people. Dude, my Yahoo app, it said it's going to be storm. It's going to be like thunderstorms every day since Thursday. Yeah, like if you it rained for like 10 minutes. You know when it's like really, really windy outside? You can feel that on your car sometimes, yeah, right? But you're true. you're on the road, so yeah. you have like a touch point. If you're up in the air and it gets extremely windy, there's got to be like... Uh, a much bigger variable so you drive, for how much you drive like bigger cars like, like that, my cars are smaller and like they, I can feel like, like especially in the Prius I feel the wind on that thing like pushing yeah. it left and right yeah for sure um you know re- refueling is something else that we talked about you know right land to refuel you gotta be off, turn your car off to refuel you know you're, right. you're not refueling and you're right. not gonna find like you know Bill's floating service station off 309 yeah like they had a deal <laughs> what was that movie like um uh wasn't there a movie like about the president's plane and they had to like refuel in the air yeah or something they like actually that? do that with Air Force Air One Air Force though. One yeah because they actually Air do Force it. One has to be like super safe yeah but yeah, would, that, is that, that is a, a possibility thing. would they have but the, to have the, the military does that um, cars that come out and and refuel you while you're flying. A guy I went to college with, he was in the Air Force, and they they do that. They they he that was his job to link up the two planes and refuel the fighter jets in the air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like that was his how dangerous thing. that job is. Yeah, you know? so it's like he, even more dangerous than being a r- window washer on a big high rise building. <laughs> yeah, I get scared every time I see those dudes. Yikes! So um. You know, I, I don't think you're gonna have some guy like coming up and be like, Oh, let me let me top you off. No, that's yeah, not gonna happen. I don't know. No, no. I mean that's like it'd probably be really expensive. Listen, if I have to pump my own gas, not somebody is gonna come flying above me and stick it into my car and pump it what? What you, what listen what's that wait just calm down there. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I mean this all presupposes I don't know how your everyday Joe would be able to have a flying car. I think this only is for like super... Joe Mason? Yes. Either of those nice gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know how they would be able to have like a flying car because of how complicated all of this is. And right now... Are you saying Joe honest, Mason couldn't fly a flying I car? I'm not saying he couldn't fly it. I'm saying, you know, it's probably going to be ridiculously cost prohibitive. Like yes. I, for example, yes. don't, cost have, and demand. don't have a jet. No? And I probably You don't have the will. prison dad? That's not yours out in the no. parking lot of no, your... No, I, I don't. I do not. No? I could not afford to have a plane. No. So, you know, you'd have to assume, you know, the complication and the expense of these vehicles. Maybe maybe far, far into the future, long after, like, my grandchildren are long dead, maybe, but... I hear you. I hear you with that. How fast do you think the flying car will go? Well, that's will the other it- thing, because it has to be safe, and you're in other people. But it's got to go fast, because anything that flies really goes faster than things on the ground. Yeah. So they have to be able to go fast, but then when you go that fast, the possibility of a uh, life-ending accident is mm-hmm. just increased. 
you know. You know what I, at I least, love? At least three percent. <laughs> <laughs> at least three <laughs> times the amount. <laughs> You know what? You know what I love about doing podcasts with you. Hmm. This is like a conversation we have. Yeah. Like this is like what we just we we just do talking about anyway. We yeah. Started this just trying to figure out like what would the issues really be. Um, and so, Jeff, you might want to share at this moment um, one of our other uh, two team of people that we really enjoy having conversations, like listening to conversations. They are fictional characters. Oh, right. They have a very good back and forth. There's a um, a, a short that I, I was thinking of when, when we just started mapping out this podcast, and it's a couple years old. I, I can't remember the exact age. I don't have it up anymore, the age of it. But it's um, it's Dante and Randall from Clerks. Right. And it was it was a short that I think it was on the Jay Leno show, so we were talking... It's, a long time ago. I remember, it might have even predated YouTube, because I remember Casey had it as an email attachment, as like an MOV file, <laughs> and like sent me like the attachment of the video. So there wasn't even like streaming video out there, but it's Dante and Randall from Clerks. And they're sitting in a traffic jam, and they're talking about what Randall's basically talking about what he could get Dante to do for the flying car. Right. So if you haven't seen it, it's it's extremely funny. It's yeah, like it's six really minutes. Funny. Yeah, it's really um, silly. Yeah, uh, just Google um, uh, flying car clerks, right? And uh, you, you'll find it. And it's yeah, it's great. But do it after this. Finish. Listen. Finish listening to us ramble yes, listen to us. <laughs> and then go see Dante and Randall but yeah I mean that's when people mostly think about the flying car have a flying car so yeah. you're stuck in damn traffic for well, hours and you're like but you know if you had a flying car so would everybody else so it's just a different kind of traffic is what I think this all boils down to I mean like I I purposely you know plan my trips downtown around like like because I can't stand sitting in traffic and no one let's likes face it, sitting in traffic. It's the torturous. Philadelphia train system right now is. Can we just? Oh, Septa, I hate you. It's fucked. Yes. It really is. Beep. You know, like yes. it. It, it, it really is, is. So nailed in the tailpipe, <laughs> bent over in prison is what's going on with Septa right now. So, um, running train. So uh, we purposely <laughs> left. Yeah, we purposely left two hours after we'd normally go to the show. Just to go to the Union Transport, just so we'd avoid all the all the traffic. You know, we missed like a bunch of bands. Getting into work and getting home is a freaking nightmare to Center City right now. So thank you, Septa, for ruining my summer. Yeah, right. Just saying. So, (laughs) and and the demand, the demand. Like, say an affordable flying car comes. Let's say affordable car. I say affordable flying car. It would probably be $50,000 at the lowest, 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 right. lowest of the lowest low. Yeah, and then you have to think of all the, yeah, costs of upkeep because it's yeah. got to have an incredible computer system. That first generation flying car is going to suck. Yes, it has to be able to fuel, which right. the fuel has got to be more expensive than what you used to oh, yeah. fuel your car. It's not so. going to be plutonium. No, 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 no. 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 Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, let's talk about science fiction, science fiction movies that have flying cars in them. Flying car. Yeah, yeah so okay. the, the the most famous and I you know when I was a kid um, I was obsessed with Back to the Future 2. I the, you know we saw so here we see cars that you know have some kind of anti-grav drive where they can just on on push of a button they can go from being a land vehicle to flying. Right. With with no problem at all. So um, we see the Skyway. Mm-hmm. So and it was it was definitely raining when they arrived in 2015. Right. Oh yeah, 2015. Yeah. Uh, nope, yeah. didn't happen. So, nah, <clears throat> not even close. We can't even get a fifth Jaws movie. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and have you seen those little hoverboards they try to make? Last I heard, like they just burst into flames yeah, on a regular basis. That's so what happens like when you do beta traps. test. NPS, they don't actually hover their wheels. So don't even get me started. This is because we don't test things enough and we just put them straight to market to make money off of them. Yes, and then toddlers burst into flames. Yeah, so yeah. That's wonderful. So I blame all these investors that want to, you know, that's why I'm not buying the first generation flying car. No way. No way, yeah. So anyway, so back to the future, we see the Skyway, we see exits off the Skyway that bring you back down to the planet and then you can, you know, drive normally. Right. So we saw flying cars in bad weather. Right. We saw, I mean, it wasn't terrible weather. It was a, a, there was thunder, lightning and and rain. Yeah, but but it still could operate. Right. And we see the the coming back. It seemed to not be attached to an AI. It seemed no. to be able that you everybody do was driving. You wanted, yeah, because because a doc uses his to go into the past. Oh well, yeah, too. So nobody it's was Doc monitoring. Brown. Well, I know, but I'm saying like nobody was monitoring no. where the car was. So, no. so you don't have air traffic control, I guess. If you can, the movie was written just, before the internet, so it was a lot less Big Brother. Well, it was yeah, pretty much just but yeah, but I'm saying before. like you could you could take your flying car wherever you wanted to go yeah. without really checking in and saying no. like here's where I'm going. Right. You drove... in the Back to the Future model was you took your flying car out like you would take your regular car yeah. out. There yeah. was just a couple other things. Because the Skyway was packed. And then remember when they were leaving? The Skyway was jammed. Yeah. Remember? True. And they, they, they had to stick so to the ground. So there still is traffic. Yeah. There's still cars. traffic even with the flying car in Back to the Future yeah. too. Yeah. So that's... That... They, um, that That's kind of uh, what, to, what to think about there. Uh... Gotta talk about Star Wars when we're talking about the flying right. car. So you could talk about we're gonna talk about the original um, prequels, but before yeah. we get there, we want to discuss the difference between Luke's speeder and a flying car that we see. You know, we saw the the flying cars outside of like Bespin, which were right. um, you know so, ushering in the Millennium Falcon to the right. landing spot. So, so yeah, I mean, and you had you had Luke's speeder, and also you had the. The bikes on Endor. Yeah, okay, you got the Empire speeder bikes. They're close to the ground, but they are able to float. I don't see these these vehicles, this level of speeder, you know, I don't see them being able to take off, really. No. They're basically cars, and instead of having tires, they have floating. So they wouldn't have all the standard rules of traffic as a regular car. They'd have to go regular, you know, roadways. Although, really, Tatooine is kind of like the bushes in Africa, like bush country in Africa, because there are no roads. There's really no infrastructure. But at the same time, yeah. But in Mos Eisley, there was. Right. Well, because there had to be, because there's more buildings. You didn't see a whole lot of vehicle travel, you know, probably mostly budgetary concerns in 1977. They were riding on those, like, Dewbacks or whatever. Dewbacks? What? <laughs> Douchebags? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but anyway, yeah. That, that was they our would, thing with the speeder bikes and with the speeders. Regular traffic laws, right. if you will, and and not be able to go incredibly fast or incredibly far. I don't know what kind of fuel they would use to run off of, if any. Uh, I don't know enough about how, how engines I mean, geez, and stuff work you know. in them. So... When the prequels came out in 1999, well, now let's, then oh. we have to talk about the cars on. Cloud. Oh, Bespin! Yeah, jeez. Bespin. So don't we, like Bespin is such an interesting place to me, and I, it always spurned my imagination when I was a kid because you never really see the ground. Everything is so high up, and there's clouds, and there's all these structures with like 
stanchions below them that go for, I don't know, miles and miles. I mean, when Luke falls, it seems like he's just falling forever. And then he's hanging outside. Yeah, he's hanging outside, and you cannot see the ground. It's all just cloud. They are gas miners, so... Right, so they had to have some sort of a vehicle that could fly, you know, in the realm of that planet. Right. So, you know, they kind of don't have a choice, and it seems like those cruisers, like, don't, wouldn't obey standard traffic because you, because there is no ground. So they, you know, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like people were able to operate them and, and have freedom of movement. Right. There weren't really highways, per se. That no. I remember, you could just kind of go in and out, and you're cruising between the structures on Bespin. Right, because you could right. see some traffic, when they did the special edition ones, you could see some traffic outside right, of Bespin true. a little bit. You didn't really that. see that in the, right. in the 80s version. But um, with... You know, so we think that the twin pod cars of Bespin, we think that they are more free range right. than just your average everyday speeder, right? Because they can maneuver high, low, right. you know, everything like that. They could they could keep up with the Falcon, which you a know lot. we know is the fastest ship in science fiction, right? According to a lot, a lot of you know, even scholar stuff, not just some asshole right. with a podcast saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the Millennium Falcon could go into space. I don't know for sure if the cruisers that were on. Bespin I don't think could, they could. I don't think the they could. Now. There has been, like, you know, video games where, they, you know, you can choose that as one of your vehicles and stuff like that. But I, I think in the universe, They're in the movie, I don't think they could really leave the atmosphere. Okay. That's that's mine. All right, so they maybe were tied... Maybe the fuel and the ability to fly were tied to something in the atmosphere. Yeah. you. It could be a lack of, like, hyperspace. Right. You know, like they said how... Um, you know the Tie Fighters that were like the short range fighters, right? Short right range of the, fighters because they couldn't they couldn't, they couldn't get that that out in space. Yeah, in but you know yeah. that like Vader's shuttle, that was a shuttle. Yeah. Like that was that's why he could get away safely. I feel like Vader's shuttle that you know got spinning off, spinning off. Oh no! Oh, they got me. <laughs> so. In the prequels, right now we think that a lot of what you know. So we saw a lot of Coruscant, and let's face it, Coruscant's pretty boring. Yeah, really is. So we saw a lot of traffic. Yeah, and we saw floating markers, right? Kind of, kind of meaning lanes and stuff like that, right? Um, and the, we saw the ability the to go up and down. Could, yeah, up and down, in and out. No, I'm just kidding. All around. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those cars could kind of do whatever they wanted, but there was some idea of traffic and following directions rules. Yeah. and rules. Now, it wasn't just a free-for-all. Right. And there was just that a one constant traffic. kind of broke the rules, because when... Right. Yeah. Like, then, you could kind of tell that they were doing stuff that they weren't supposed to be doing. Going between the and, lanes, and there were people right. kind of, like, the shaking people, their fists yeah, and cursing, and, you know. and, you know, and then, like, uh, Obi-Wan was, like, jumping around, flipping around, jumping well, Obi-Wan around, was holding onto that crazy, drone. Holding onto things. And then uh, Anakin was the one That's who was safe. jumping, or flying oh, yeah, between yeah, all the stuff, yeah. Because he jumped... Anakin jumps out of his thing, but he called it a speeder still. Yeah. But is anything in Star Wars that's not a spaceship just a speeder? Maybe. Because I, I mean, feel like we're dealing with two different... Right. Right. And again, like, were, are any of those ships that drive around, you know, the planet, are any of those equipped to actually go into space? Into space. Or are they all tied to the atmosphere right. again? You know, Because in Revenge of the range? Sith, we see the Millennium Falcon, you know, docking at that, well, that right. one thing. Well, was it in traffic with anything, or did it just come from the sky and go straight to that docking point. Right, right. You know, so. Are there rules around that? 
there's probably an incredibly boring montage <laughs> that George Lucas created at one point about traffic laws. Traffic laws on Coruscant? And, yes. Ooh, maybe we should do that. <laughs> Let's try to make a viral video about traffic laws on, on, on Coruscant. We got Law That's has that green funny. screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look for that sometime in 2019 when we feel like doing when it. When we have a lot of free time on our hands, yeah. You know, flying cars. Right. And, um, you know, sticking with what we saw in Coruscant, right. there's two other movies that immediately come to mind. One is Blade Runner. Right. With the spinners. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we saw in The Fifth Element. Right. With the taxis and the police cars. And it's uh, some other cars. I feel like it's all taxis. It was mostly taxis, which we were kind of trying to figure out, like, was that on purpose because you because they had to obey certain right. traffic laws that regular populace wouldn't know about. Right. So you had to be specialized in order to, to drive a flying car. Yeah. You could see cops too, so again, they would have to be trained. Right. So, but, but we so saw the, the multiple tiers, though. Right. Multiple yes. tiers so of traffic. lanes of traffic that you had flying to follow. Cars. Yeah. But it seemed like it was mostly taxis and not regular, you know, average Joes just driving, you know, space cars mm-hmm. in the fifth element. Right. Yeah. But, you know. And that's definitely, definitely in... Blade Runner. And they and weren't designed to go into space no. because it was such a big deal when you won the, the contest to go to the yeah, planet yeah. where it didn't suck. In the fifth element, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, they, so those were really kind of more terrestrial, or not terrestrial, but they were tied to the environment. They weren't. I just don't think they good. had the power to right. get through the, you know. Right. That's the biggest problem with the space shuttles is, is getting away from gravity. Right. You know, and, and getting off there. That's why right. they launch from the, the East Coast. Because right. they get an extra boost with the rotation of the Earth. Earth, right. Yes. Yeah. Space. Space is cool. Space. Space and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we can talk about something a little bit more related, fun. I guess, and fun. fun. So, you, in Harry Potter, you have the Weasley boys. Chamber of Secrets. Take, yep, taking out their dads for Anglia, which they had, you know, charmed to be able to fly, mm-hmm. um, to go and bust Harry out of the prison on Privet Drive of, you know, his the family's home. Bars up there on the windows yeah, they and everything, bars yeah. Yeah, window because Uncle Vernon was really pretty creepy guy. Shark bag. Very nice. Um, so anyway, so Ron, you know, gets Harry and, you know, his brothers are there too, um, Fred and George. But we never see this car take off. Right, we'd never see a takeoff, so that part we're not really sure how that works. But then they're flying, and obviously they don't have to follow any rules because there are no other flying cars. No. And this car isn't even supposed to be flying because no. they get in huge trouble when they yeah, actually they get to Hogwarts because they weren't supposed to have it out on the road because muggles could see it and freak out. Mm-hmm. But so they, this is a little bit more relatable because there were no traffic laws that applied because no. nobody else was flying a flying car. Nope. So, and, and it had a lot of freedom of movement. Obviously, it didn't right. have to follow any traffic patterns. It just flew above the English countryside. Well, let's face it, Ron was not the follow. best driver, too. He was all over no, the place. Oh, yeah, he was kind of a hot mess. But they were, essentially, they were trying to follow the Hogwarts train because yes. they weren't able to make it onto the train. No, what, hap- what happened? It was like Harry couldn't get through the barrier to platform nine and three quarters, so they had to take the four names. Had to take the car. You're right. Because Dobby shut off in, behind them. In, yes, because Dobby was trying to keep him from going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but eventually the poor. Ford Anglia gets destroyed by the Whomping Willow, and yeah. I'm not spoiling anything because that happens in the very beginning of the movie, but it's still <laughs> a lot of fun to watch the two of them and their crazy flying Ford But it, it's so cool about talking about Harry Potter and all this, because everything else is some kind of, like, future set flying car, and right, here we're talking about, like, modern, modern times. This is an, this is an old or car. Or I guess if it, Chamber of Secrets was supposed to be, like, 94. Five, I think. Right, but the Ford Anglia is a much older car. Than oh that. well, yes, yeah, that's, true. So, that's true. So, it was, it's an existing technology, but with magic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
and they could use the they could, they, they were operating certain controls. They had like a stick shift to go up to and down to, and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, and uh, not well, but no. they did the best they could. And then yeah, yeah. but that, it's a lot of fun. Anyway. It's like a thirteen-year-old boy driving a flying car. I mean, what yeah, do you expect? It's very dangerous. Yeah, it's a crazy idea. Finally, we want to talk about something that smashed all of our childhood hopes and dreams. <laughs> And that's those jerks in the Jetsons. Yeah, like George, George Jetson. He's is such an a idiot. tool. Yeah, like he sucked at his job. Yeah. I don't know what his deal. I don't even know what he was supposed to be doing at work all the time. But I know his boss always thought he did a crap job of it, whatever it was. He just pushed the button all day long. Like what Homer, did they do to the future? Cool. No. <laughs> no, I mean Homer. Like at least he knew he sucked at his job. Yeah, and he, Homer's funny. George Jetson's not really funny. No, that show no. was not really funny. Look, he's in his flying car and he's just sending his kids off in little pods. Like, here, get out of there. Right. Then he gets rid of his whole family. You know, his wife takes his wallet from him, and then remember, like he yeah, gives her yeah. like money and she takes a wallet yeah. and then she takes her little pod out because she was like. Psh- and then he, he gets to work in his flying car, he folds it up into his briefcase, puts yeah. his briefcase so on like, his desk, and puts his feet up? Obviously. Who are sucks, you? He sucks at his work because yeah. there's nothing in his briefcase except that it's a car. So yeah. Why, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't matter conversion. Doesn't even... No. No. That, it doesn't, that, make, that doesn't sense. make sense. And then, yeah, and he sucked at his job. They can't even walk the dog. They put it on a treadmill outside. Yeah, like, what's Yeah, because you can't go outside because they messed up the future. Yeah, you know, that's why they all live in the theory, sky. It's kind of interesting. I never thought of it this way, but I think he's probably kind of right. Like, Kind of right? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Jeff, tell them what your theory is about why the Jetsons like live the way that they do. Because they screwed the planet up, and they have to live in the sky. Like, below all those houses and stuff like that, down all those beams that support them, those tiny little toothpicks that hold everything up, it's just nothing but garbage, burnt-out forests, KFC wrappers. <laughs> Yum, and like the charred remains of like a hateful Chick-fil-A. Oh my. Yeah. Or like Papa John's franchises that fired all their employees because they couldn't pay their health insurance. <laughs> oh my god. Coming for you, Papa John. But yeah, I mean, so that would explain why they have to eat those weird like pills of food because they can't actually grow, can't grow real food. food. So it's all like weird chemicals that they're eating. This is a terrible like, future. Yeah. Did really we talk about the Jets in, in our dystopian Future? I Did don't we- know because no, I never thought of it that way before. But it makes sense. Like now, that was like one of our first. You can't podcasts. be on the earth. You can't eat real food. No, you can't take a real actual walk. It never looks sunny. You don't really. Yeah, it never looks sunny. It's always dark. Yeah, they're basically kind of in space all the time because the earth is so screwed up. They can't be anywhere close to it. Like, yeah, that does not sound like fun when you think about it that way at all. I would rather hang out with the Flintstones. And get some big giant dino ribs that knock my car over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Flintstones should be ripped. You know, when you think about all the muscles they have to use to get their cars going. Yeah, yeah because they they're they're walking. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just so J- Jetsons. We digress. The yeah. Jetsons. You know, it's kind of really is kind of a bummer. Yeah, really is. Yeah. It's a shame. But they have flying cars. Yeah, they do with a weird bubble over the top of it, so yeah. you could see like the entire family. Which is really bad if there's like snipers or if you're like a president or the pope or something. I don't think you really want people. Well, the to know pope exactly has a glass glass thing in the pope mobile. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. it's bulletproof glass. Mm-hmm. I guess the Jetsons proof glass. You know, I don't know. It's not jerkproof. Well, you you're like that. a celebrity. I guess you have to have like a super like shaded over bubble so that people can't see that it's like Rod Stewart in there and like try to. 
Who would care if it was Rod Stewart? I don't know. I always make a joke when I see like a limo with the frosted windows and it's like Rod Stewart going somewhere. Rod because, Stewart? Yeah, because who cares about there Rod Stewart? There are literally thousands of celebrities. <laughs> I know, but it's just funny to think. I just Rod flip Stewart. off every limo just just because one of them could be Kevin Costner. And let's face it, Kevin Costner ruins everything. He does. He's the great ruiner of things. <laughs> Until next week, check oh, yes. out our our books, check out our free stories, check out our podcast, all at prisondad.com. Indeed. And then we will be um, making an appearance in the oh, near future. Yes, uh, we will be making an appearance at the Coventry Summer Con at the Coventry Mall in Pottstown, Pennsylvania on August 13th. 2016. Yeah. Woo. So it's a Saturday, it's from 1 to 8. Yeah, come see us. Come see us. We'll, be at, uh, we'll have a table, we'll have our books, we'll have... Cards, yeah. stickers. Stickers, we'll have stickers. And plus I'm gonna make some new us, stickers. Which is fun. Yeah, tell yeah. them say hi to us. We're, we're a good time. We're you friendly. guys like listening to us, so Yeah. You know. Why not come hi. see it? Pottstown PA is a little northwest of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's um four twenty two. So if you're in like Reading or Harrisburg, um Wilkes Bear, Allentown, mm-hmm. any of these places, we're not that Pretty far close. from you. Yeah. Delaware even. Yeah. Anyway. So, should be fun. Absolutely. Follow us on Twitter, please. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post more things, we promise. Yes, tweeting. Okay. I think that's all. Until the next time, safe travels. Yes. I don't like flying cars. Yeah, they're a bad idea. Yeah. We need to hash that out a little more. Can't make it work.